All right, it's Bartender Journey Podcast number 73. Guess who's in the studio with me today? Yo, what's good? It's Mr. Vano is back in the studio with us today. It's been a while. How you doing, bro? Ah, it's all good, man. Just uh, working, you know, gunning and running, man. How, how How's life for you, my man? Ah, it's all right. You know, it's summertime. It's nice outside. It's been a long time since I've been in the studio, man. Holy yeah, it shit. has been a long time. Well, it's good to have you back. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's good to be back. All right, so uh, you got some stuff to talk about today? Yeah, man. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today because uh, after Vegas, man, I wanted to really just, um, you know, having that time off from the show, I just wanted to focus on me, me as a bartender. And yeah. uh, I like to do that. I like to reinvent myself. And mm. um, I was looking for inspiration and I came, a vision came to me to watch Hey Bartender again. Mm-hmm. So I watched Hey Bartender again and it just totally inspired me. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite quote in that, in that documentary was when... Uh, one of the owners stated that said that I don't care if you're the dishwasher or the bartender, whatever you do, bring to a level of art. Right. And that's what I'm trying to do is bring what I do as a bartender to a level of art. And um, I just do that. I, I created my own style now, mm-hmm. my own routine, my own presentation of uh, of drinks I like, and I work them into into like my set when I when I bartend. Uh-huh. And uh, it's no surprise, my big passion with drinks, or, or what we have on the website, that I refer to as uh, OG drinks, original gangster drinks, yeah. com- commonly drinks on the rocks, also known as lowball drinks. Mm-hmm. I want to bring that back. I want to bring back those vintage, what I consider to be vintage drinks. And uh, I just started, and uh, I'll break it down for you. Um, you, I take, so you take something like vodka on the rocks. When a guest comes up and they order vodka on the rocks, I usually wait. I now because I have this set, this this routine. I usually wait for the second time they come up, and when they come up with uh, the vodka, I, I put the I make the vodka on the rocks, and I tell them they have options now. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. and what I you know do is I do my presentation, and I it's you're feeding off the moment yeah. because if the guest is not into it, I don't do it. Yeah. If they're engaged, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock it out, and I and I, I I do it quick. I'm explaining it to you, but I do it much quicker. Right. So I'll start with uh, you know I, they have the vodka on the rocks, and I go if you add a little bit of Kahlua, you have a black Russian, mm-hmm. and a black Russian is a great after dinner drink, right. and it's a great nightcap drink. And what pisses me off about the black Russian is I see a lot of fucking bartenders. Now I work at three different places. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of bartenders make that in a highball glass. Oh. <laughs> and they, they really? just destroy the drink. Uh, plus, you're giving them too much alcohol. In yeah, there. you I, kill you know, it with the Kahlua. There's no mixer. There's, yeah. there's no mixer, so it's it's all alcohol. That's going to be so, too much alcohol. Seeing that, having it there, uh, a Black Russian is, is a great drink. Another great drink that I'm bringing back, dude, is the Godmother. Mm-hmm. And this is vodka amaretto. And the way I'm selling this is I get a lot of... Um, I call them powerful women. A lot of women are coming up to the bar and they want a strong but sweet drink. And they don't want mm. a Cosmo. Mm. They don't want a cheesecake martini. Mm-hmm. So what I've been rocking out with is the Godmother. Mm. And they, they like the name. And, and mm-hmm. it's simple. It's vodka amaretto. Mm. And I'll either make it on the rocks or in a martini glass. And I garnish it with a cherry. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a lot of success with that. Nice. So it, people aren't aware of it. And it's, I'm bringing back an old school cocktail. Yeah. So I'm, I'm rocking that. Then uh, the kamikaze, because okay. people see their drink in the they don't when they see their drink already made and realize that just this and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is now a kamikaze. It's now a cocktail rather than something on the rocks. And they have options. Nice. 
So I bring that and I work that into my set. The Gimlet mm-hmm. and vodka lime juice. And that, that's, my, that's my set for vodka on the rocks. Cool. Then we go to scotch on the rocks. Okay. Okay. And this is where it gets really cool. So scotch on the rocks, again, I usually wait for the second time they come up. And, you know, I do the presentation. I grab the Drambuie. Mm-hmm. And I say, Rusty Nail. I grab the Amaretto. Mm-hmm. And I say, Godfather. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is something that I've been researching. A drink called Aggravation or Teacher's Pet. Okay. And that's basically scotch with Kahlua. And that's that's a drink that's great for fall evenings, and I and I'll bring that into I work that into the set, uh-huh. you know, and I call it a set because it's a set, and people are they're educated, and when they see their drink already made, yeah, realizing that it's just a little bit of this, that's so a guy that drinks scotch on the rocks now has three options. Mm-hmm. He wants to mix it up, mm-hmm. and so I've been having a lot of success that's, with that's that. That's cool. I've I've asked uh, guest bartenders on the show before, like how you know how do you introduce people into. Uh, into drinking, you know, higher end cocktails or more classic cocktails or um, you know something different, and that, and nobody ever came up with that idea before. I, uh, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. It's I got inspired, man. Um, brandy on the rocks. I get that every now and then, yeah. but I uh, been taking. I like I said, I'm bringing back old drinks. Stinger, brandy and white cream de mint. Mm-hmm. Throw that into the mix. A dirty mother or a separator. That's brandy and and uh, Kahlua, and that is a great. Cold, cold weather drink hmm. and, I, and I just again I throw it into the mix and if you add milk to that dirty mother you have a dirty white mother it's brandy Kahlua and milk then another one that's, that's popular that out of uh, with brandy is called the French Connection it's yeah. brandy and amaretto and people are really bugging out they're cool names they're vintage cocktails what I consider vintage again yeah you know what I mean and it's just cool yeah, well, a great a great classic cocktail with brandy is the sidecar. So you take uh, brandy, uh, Cointreau or triple sec, and, and lemon juice, and that's that's an old classic cocktail you from uh, you know pre prohibition era. Yeah. That's uh, that's a great drink, and that could be on the rocks or up either way. Dig it, exactly. So um, say that again. Sidecar, it's yep. uh, brandy, uh-huh. triple sec or Cointreau, better off, and uh, lemon juice. Fresh very, lemon juice. Very cool. Yeah. If someone uh, orders Southern Comfort on the rocks, uh-huh. I you know everybody knows my favorite. Throw a little amaretto. You have a Sicilian kiss. <laughs> very popular. Very popular shot. Um, if someone orders a um, tequila on the rocks, mm-hmm. I love this drink really based on its name. So if they do a tequila on the rocks, I, I get the Kahlua, and I said if you add a little Kahlua, you get a brave bull. Mm, and now this that. other part I wasn't aware of. You add milk to that. Mm-hmm. If you add if you add milk to the 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 brave bull, you have what's called a tequila dirty bird. <laughs> nice. I, no one has uh, has you really took that drink yet, but they're very impressed with that. I've never mm-hmm. heard that, so I throw that into the mix. Another drink that I I was born in the Bronx, yeah. and I I um, I'm bringing this back a Bronx cocktail. Nice. So it's basically gin, sweet vermouth. Top with OJ, orange slice. Uh-huh. And no matter where you go, everybody likes the Bronx. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like oh, universal. Yeah. You could be in, in <laughs> my dad's in, from the Bronx too. Yeah, so <laughs> I love. I, I'm pushing that, and people people are really impressed. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I just I'm just and I'm and it's it, it's just flowing. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm doing that. Um, highball drinks, kind mm-hmm. of mixing up with highball. Mm-hmm. Um, a drink that's kind of people are digging is uh, it's called the Sun Kiss. It's uh-huh. amaretto and orange juice. Okay. All right, and if you add club soda to that, you have a bocce ball. Mm-hmm. 
Another drink that's interesting on a highball is called a Mexicola. Okay. Tequila, <laughs> lime juice, cola. Oh, that sounds lime, good. Lime garnish. Different. Mm-hmm. No one really hears that. People no. are blown away by that. This right here, I'm, I'm knocking people out of the park with this one right now. Um, and I can't believe I never knew about it. Mm-hmm. You take a white Russian, okay? okay? Uh-huh. Now, if you add cola to that white Russian, you have a Colorado Bulldog. I knew that. Not so me. when someone orders a white Russian, white, white Russian is really a great after-dinner drink. Mm-hmm. Someone after dinner, they don't know what they want. It's like a dessert drink. Yeah. This right here blew me away, man. This is called a... Uh, if you add amaretto to a white Russian, you have what's called the roasted toasted almond, <laughs> also known as the burnt, burnt almond. Okay. People are fucking digging this. Yeah. And once that, I add... Good. Yeah. Once I add the amaretto, dude, they don't want to go back to the white Russian. No. And it, it's crazy. So uh, with highballs, you know, it's good. Uh, it's called a horse's neck, and it's it's basically a pretty simple drink. You know, it's uh, whiskey, ginger ale, and a little bitters, Angostura bitters, and uh, lemon twist. It's great. Horse's neck. Horse's neck. I've never heard that. Oh, I, I drink them all the time now. They're great. That's it's cool, a, man. Great drink. And you know, a lot of people will order, uh, you know, whatever Seagrams and ginger ale or something yeah. like that. You know, that's a lot of people will refer to that as a highball. You know, whiskey and ginger ale. Uh huh. That's uh, a lot of people call it that. They, so you know, add bitters generic, to that. You have a horse's neck and a, and a lemon. Yeah. Holy shit. And it's it's delicious. Bitters, it's bitters, man. You know, I did a whole episode about bitters, and it's it transforms drinks, man. It really does. Even in a in uh, it's good in tropical drinks, believe it or not. You know, if you may, you know, remember that drink I used to make all the time with rum and pineapple juice and orange and uh, lemon juice. And uh, I've been adding a little Angostura bitters to that now and shaking it up and serving it uh, on the rocks as oh, a highball. It's it's great. With the, the you wouldn't believe uh, how how the reaction from people, right? Yeah, yeah, and people, you know, and they don't, they don't know quite what they're drinking. You know, it's not, you know, it's not that it makes it bitter. It just it, that secret it, ingredient. It's yeah. a secret ingredient. They don't know quite what it is, but uh, you know, it's it's mysterious and interesting. You know. Yep. Um, I'm making. Um, I'm also bringing back the creamsicle. Okay. And that's a great after dinner drink. And the creamsicle historically is uh, vodka, triple sec, orange juice, and milk. And I got creative. Instead of using vodka, I'm using um, vanilla vodka. Orange juice, triple sec, and I'm adding amaretto, mm-hmm. and people are going crazy with that. Hmm. So I'm I'm bringing that back into the mix, and I'm having a lot of fun with this classic cocktail. It's called an americano. Mm, yes, please, I'll have one. And um, this is a classic cocktail, first served in 1860 in Milan, Italy, and it's uh, americano is uh, Campari sweet vermouth club soda. It's either ha- it can be made with a lemon twist or an orange slice, and um, the Americano is the first cocktail James Bond orders in uh, Ian Fleming's book, Casino Royale. Yeah, and of course, the Americano evolved from the Negroni, which is uh, equal parts Campari, uh, Campari gin and uh, sweet vermouth. And uh, I forget how the story goes exactly, but like you said, there was Count Negroni ordered, uh, ordered, ordered this drink or it was invented for him or whatever. And then uh, Americans... In Europe at the time, would uh, like the idea of it, but they didn't like it quite uh, quite as much. Uh, so it was kind of um, modified with club soda to be a, a, a less, um, you know, more refreshing, lighter kind of drink. I probably told that story totally wrong. If you're interested in cocktail history, by the way, the person you want to consult is David Wondridge and get one of his books or look him up online. And he's the ultimate authority on all things cocktail history. Very cool, man. Very informative. So to recap. The Americano was the first 
cocktail that James Bond orders in uh, Ian Fleming's book, Casino Royale. In later books, now this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. In later books, he famously switches to martinis, and the famous martini is the Vespar martini. Vesper martini, yep. And that is made with um, Gordon's gin, vodka, a half measure of dry vermouth, and a lemon peel. Uh-huh. And uh, you, the Vesper martini is shaken till frosted. Right. And that's the, like you said, that most martinis are stirred. I think uh-huh. one of the first shows you talk about that. Yeah. Except for James Bond, he gets his shaken. Right. So knowing that, it kind of relaxes me now that if I, I used to like, since the show, I frown upon when I see martini, martini yeah. shaken. Who gives a shit? Yeah. If James Bond drinks some martini shaken, <laughs> who the fuck am I? Yeah, exactly. So it's just, and it's interesting. So yeah. I'm working this and people are really receptive. You know, it's, it's, it's good shit. Uh-huh. And uh, I got to say, you know, you can't forget your hits, mm-hmm. meaning that your money drinks. And uh, look, I won't lie to you, some of my, mon- my money drinks I'm not proud about. You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> yeah. Cosmo or the strawberry cheesecake martini. Yeah. But you know what? It's money. Uh-huh. I make money with them, and yeah. people dig them. Especially at those events, people like that that sort of drink. You know, yeah, it's you not know, they're, they're going to drink every day, but it's a special occasion, so they they have uh, something frill, frilly and sweet. You know, it's special occasion, so hey. But listen, the cheese. Let me tell you, the cheesecake martini. I, I it just it's like wildfire. <laughs> and so How the point. That again? It's uh, um, vanilla vodka, pineapple. Cranberry amaretto. I, I want everyone to try to make that and get back to me and let me know the re- the results because even even like guys like it and they want it in a highball glass. It's really a, it's a, it creeps up on you. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The vodka, the vanilla vodka, the amaretto. It's a really I, I don't like it, but yeah. you know I want to be known for the americano now, right? You know, the best exactly. martini. Yeah. But this <laughs> is my point, ladies and gentlemen. I watched Hey Bartender. And stepped up my game as a banquet bartender. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i fucking now rolling with some crazy shit now as a bartender. I'm coming yeah. with a set list. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you, I, I educate customers. I give them options. And it's like putting on a show. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I want to do. And I, I, want to, I want to be the best that I can be. And I'm, I'm taking it serious. And I'm bringing back old school cocktails. And... Uh, I'm really digging it. That's great. That's great. And that's the uh, that's the theme, you know, the high end cocktail bars all around the country, but especially Manhattan. That's you know they're serving the classic classic cocktails, you know, and maybe they'll put a little bit of a spin on it. But uh, there's a the first there's a guy named Jerry Thomas who was credited with writing the first cocktail book ever, and uh, that was in the late 1800s. And uh, a lot of people are going back to that book. And uh, by the way, you can order a uh, direct reprint of it on cocktailkingdom.com. I did a show with Cocktail Kingdom. And uh, that's – these are these are like the original cocktail recipes um, ever. You know, he's credited with being the father of bartending, Jerry Thomas. And uh, you, you got to check out this book. And there's you know there's a lot of weird stuff that you would never make and ingredients that you can never find anymore. But um, all of these books, you know, you see so all my books here from uh, employees only and PDT and all these uh, all these high end bar you know bars are making drinks that reference all the way back to the early you know the late 1800s and Jerry Thomas. You know. Vince, I have to say, man, 
you beat me to something, man. Oh, you had you had Jerry Wait, Thomas no, coming you're up. Brilliant, you're brilliant. So let's make this a, a deluxe show. I was going to save this for another show, okay. but fuck it, man. Let's roll with it. Um, you talk about Jerry Thomas, yeah. okay? So we'll, we'll get to Jerry Thomas in a second. Um, the Professor, I believe mm-hmm. he's known as as well. Um, you know, I, I can call this segment the bartender's heckler. <laughs> and what I mean by that is when uh, I first started out, the 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 common drink that people would try to stump the bartender would be the old fashioned. Uh-huh. Do you agree? Like the first for yeah. me, it was always the old fashioned, and mm-hmm. um, and in the last five years with the with the renaissance in bartending and cocktails, yeah, the drinks are getting worse, and harder and harder to you know they're trying to stump you. They're mm-hmm. old school drinks that a lot of bartenders aren't aware of, and you know occasionally you'll get a guest that will go to an event. And try to stump the bartender. That's mm-hmm. I call it the bartender's heckler. This is just from my from Vano's mind, from my perspective. And um, I was working an event, and I, I get this guy that comes to the bar, and uh, I could tell he was he was educated. You know, he just like it made me think of your tweet about the the opinionating uh, guest who left no money. You know, in the biz, we can get to that maybe afterwards, yeah. but. Um, so he comes to the bar. I got so much racist from Mike, so I can't believe you bring him up. So anyway, he comes to the, he like um, someone ordered a Bloody Mary, okay. and uh, I make the Bloody Mary, and I ask I ask the guests, you know, do you uh, you want that spiced up? You want salt, pepper, um, hot sauce? He's like, how come that's not already in there, right, right off the bat? And I'm like, sir, some people want just regular tomato juice, you know. Mm. And he's like, well, and he and he would do shit like this. Like I would say that, and he go, interesting. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, really. So anyway, I'm going with the flow because this, this is part of the game. So uh, he's like giving a lot of information about bartending and the history of drinks, and um, yeah, people really didn't give a fuck about it. But yeah. it was interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you got to like he's quoting all this stuff, and you know, it's like you, you're in a, a mixed group of people mm-hmm. that just want to have fun. Yeah, and you. you and he knew his stuff, but it was his delivery. He was obnoxious, condescending, right. but he knew his stuff. And like I said, you got a mixed group of people. You got this guest that lost their job, this guest that is going through a divorce, this guest they found heroin needles under the kid's bed. They're dealing with all kinds of real life problems. And you got this guy. Who's just... So, anyway, you talk about Jerry Thomas. So, um, I can't believe you bring. So, he looks at me and he, he asks for a blue blazer. Okay. And all I knew about a blue blazer, I knew very little, and I'm being very honest, I knew very little about a blue blazer, but I knew it involved fire. And I said, um, you know how I feel about fire and alcohol, I don't like it. I had a bad experience, so I I don't want to do it. So I I said, sir, you know, I don't want to do that, it involves fire, you know, I can't do it. And for, for the listeners out there, like I said, I I knew blue blazer involved fire, but this is basically what it is. A blue blazer is Jerry Thomas's signature drink. Yeah. Okay. And it's an advanced bartender bartender's drink. And it involves rolling flaming liquor from mug to mug. Mm-hmm. If you, you maybe you can link it up when we, we upload the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's uh it's like two ounces of scotch whiskey. I mean uh scotch uh scotch whiskey and um it's uh boiling water, sugar and a lemon peel, and they just you roll it back and forth and the flame it's like an arc of a flame, yeah, and it looks cool. So um, he's like, "Do you know? Do you know who invented the blue blazer?" Oh God! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but you know, I, I really, I, I'm being honest. I just knew that Jerry Thomas was the the, the like the father of mo- modern yeah. mixology. Yeah. I said, "Sir, I, I Jerry Thomas," <laughs> and then I looked at him and I go, "Dude, 
do you bartend? And he said, no, I started fucking laughing, dude. Laugh out loud, LOL, man. I fucking <laughs> laughed out loud. And people started laughing. Yeah. And I said, listen, you know, I mean, I mean, come on. I, listen, you got good taste, sir. Yeah. You, right. That drink, I'm impressed with that. Yeah. You did your homework. And I said, listen, you know what, bartend? You're uh-huh. taking all this time to learn this shit? Yeah. Learn, learn to bar. Didn't tip me once. <laughs> and he's asking for all these drinks. You know what he was drinking all fucking night? What? Chardonnay. So Go figure this fucking guy out. Ugh. But anyway, so he leaves. So anyway... You know, it's a, I mean, a talk like that could be interesting if it's a talk, if it's a conversation. I would you know? love to but have him on the show. He's trying to preach and trying to one-up you embarrass as a bartender. Yeah. yeah, embarrass you, you know. And, you know, yeah, let's have a conversation about the history of cocktails. Cool. And everybody can be involved and, you know, we talk about it. You, know, you don't try to one-up everybody and show that you know more, you know, especially show more than the bartender. That's it's ridiculous. But I got to tell you, as crazy as that was, yeah. I got to thank him. Okay. Because what he made me do <laughs> was he made me go home and research the Blue Blazer, Good. and uh-huh. I got to learn more about Jerry Thomas. Good. Now, Jerry Thomas is also known as the professor, the pioneer of, uh, of the father of American mixology. He wrote the first drink book, the first drink book ever published in 1862. Okay, he uh, was a bartender, he owned some bars, and he was known for his showmanship. Mm-hmm. He developed flashy techniques. He would juggle bottles, cups, mic- mixers. He wore flashy jewelry, mm-hmm. diamond rings, yeah. cufflinks. This dude had yeah. bling. <laughs> he had bar tools, cups with uh, precious stones and metals in it. He toured Europe carrying along a set of his own solid silver bar tools. Nice. And at one point, he was earning $100 a week which was more than the than the vice president of the United States. And <laughs> bartending, nice. That's and great. I got to tell you, it made me, and it, it it really opened my eyes. It made me look at flair bartending differently. Mm-hmm. And it really, it, you know, it it stepped me up. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, so I got to thank this guy. Yeah. Even though he was obnoxious. Yeah. He he forced me, and then I went online. I'm looking at the Blue Blazer. Check it out, dude. It's like wow. Yeah. And I was just, and I, I would love to be able to do that, but I, I, you know, for the listeners out there, I talk about it on a previous show. I, 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 when I first started, I learned a drink that involved fire. It was a shot. I didn't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. and um, I guess drank the shot, and the, the fire spilled on his goatee. Oh. His goatee went up in like in flames, and I, I, had, I jumped behind the bar and smacked him right in, right in the mouth like a backhand. <laughs> I gave him a back fist. To, to hit him in the chin to knock, you know, to put yeah. the fire out. And he, he felt, I heard him. I like, boom, and I, you know, <laughs> anyway, but I don't, don't think owners would like for you to do, you know, always get permission. And I think yeah. it's also a, a health code, like a fire code issue. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to be very, and you got to be trained. And by the way, don't try to drink it while it's still on fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I wasn't trained. And I, you know, the guy did it. If and, you're going to uh, do it, <laughs> make sure you tell them you don't drink that while it's still on fire. <laughs> you got to put it out first. You can yeah. put a coaster on top, you know, take a solid, uh, like, uh, you know, cardboard coaster yeah. like that and uh, put it on top of the drink. That'll put it right out, you know, yeah. then, then they can drink it, <laughs> you know, drink it while it's on yeah. fire. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there for this week. We talked about a lot in that show and uh, your first show back in a, in a few weeks. So uh, this is excellent. Excellent. Dig it, man. I'm glad to be back, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, get in touch with us. Please feel free to, uh, get in touch with us for whatever reason. We love, we love to hear your stories from behind the bar or whatever it is. And, uh, you can get me at vince.bartender at gmail.com. That's my email on Twitter at bar keep tips. So, uh, our 
website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com and there you can find show notes and you can listen to the show right there or you can find the link over to the iTunes uh, feed and um, yeah on iTunes you can subscribe that's probably the best way to do it so you get it downloaded to your phone or whatever right away as soon as it's available and uh, while you're at iTunes do us a favor leave us some, leave us some comments leave us some nice comments and uh, give us some stars that really helps us out quite a lot so uh, we appreciate it and uh, I don't know you want to give your contact info yeah Yes, you can reach me through Twitter at Vance Vano, and you can reach me email at bartender2222 at gmail.com. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.